Hello and welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to join friends to get your game goodness each and every Monday. My name is Dylan Blight. Joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here. Back with the whole crew, COVID free. Yay. Yay. Also here, Karen Munchen. How things work when we record podcasts and we say things like that. Monday morning is going to come around and there's going to be a tweet come out that Ash has got COVID. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's good. It's nice to have all all three of us back on. Um, And and be on the other side of that manic, what, like three weeks? It's been three or four weeks since we've all... Uh, It's been a while. Yeah. Well, you went, you went, you took a week off to go get COVID. Yeah, exactly. And then then you had COVID. (laughs) Then you had COVID. (laughs) Had COVID. Yeah, oh, everything else. So yeah, <laughs> um, good times. <laughs> uh, but not much happening this week, to be honest. Um, talk a bit about CD Projekt Red. No, the the big, the big story of the week we talked about on Plat this week, didn't we? That's true. We actually got in. Well, it kind of worked out. Yeah, I mean, that news dropped on a weird day, and then worked out for Plat, but didn't work out to be a good time for this show either. <laughs> like I've never, <laughs> I've never actually seen news drop between this on show a sat- on the and sat- on the Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, it was like a day after this dropped or the day before this would drop. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, well, that's weird timing, but then it's still like, okay, well, Platt's coming up, but I don't think it's ever happened before where it was like, usually stuff drops like on Thursday or like Wednesday, you know, like weird timing. Anyway, if you want to hear our thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 4, <laughs> um, that was on uh, this week's episode of Platinum Explosion. I think we I spent like 20 minutes on it, um, which is a very long time for a minute and a half trailer or whatever. But it's what it I, was, I will say, I was very amused by everybody getting hyped about Kingdom Hearts 4, and I'm like, guys, everybody remember what happened with Kingdom Hearts 3? And, you know, Dylan, you made the joke of it on Twitter about buying a PlayStation 6 for it. Um, not PS5, like PS6. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the you know it's it's it'll be a while. I don't see them. Uh, yeah, it's Here's one of those occasions where I'm now. like, guys, come Pop on, you could you could have sat on this a bit longer, couldn't you? You could. It's the 20th uh, anniversary. I mean, timing was right. No. If, uh, so, if it's out prior so, to the 25th anniversary, I'm impressed. So there, as said that's on Splat, Nomura <laughs> came out and said the reason they revealed it is because they didn't want it leaking. So they just decided to announce that they were doing it, which fair enough. Like whatever. Um, technically, I mean, it could have leaked. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it wasn't attached with the job advertisement. Well, that's yeah. what usually happens now. Yeah. Um, it could have been part of a leak, which is what we're going to talk about at the tail end of the show. Because I don't recall if we have actually talked about the Nvidia leak. We may have glossed over it. I may have not gave it uh, enough of a uh, a look at the no, time. Oh. This is funny. Look at all these games yeah, on this list. It is a ridiculous like, leak, but um, yeah, as people would probably know by now, History. several things from that are coming true, including Kingdom Hearts. So we'll come into that a little bit later. Uh, two reviews have dropped on the website this past week. The first one I did is for a horror game called Akai Iki Akai. I think I'm not actually 100 percent sure how to pronounce it. Um, it's a horror game set in like feudal Japan. Um, I liked the concept quite a lot. It was a big disappointment. I gave it a three and a half. Um, it's just very clunky. The voice acting's terrible. A lot of it looks bad. The gameplay is a lot of just busy work and not actually scary. The puzzles are either like super simple to the point that, that yeah, it just feels like busy work or some of them are just 
way too convoluted, convoluted and get really annoying. So, um, as though a lot of this is cool, like playing this off the back of, um, of, um, Ghostwire Tokyo, getting to play like sort of two games that deal with, um, uh, like, uh, Japanese, um, yokai and stuff like that is, um, is cool. But yeah, I, I wouldn't suggest this at all. Uh, and then the other thing that went up is Jacob posted a review for Assassin's Creed's latest massive DLC expansion thingamabob, uh, Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok. Um, he gave the expansion a six and a half, said he still had some like technical issues and um, stuff with the game. So unfortunately, the game still has issues from having trouble with my save file, the glitches and crashes. These problems hinder the game from reaching a high potential. The graphics in the game are interesting. While faces and features near perfect, the character's hair is still an issue with it looking like it's been pasted on in many shots. Um, but I, um, he said the concept and the story is really cool. So in this, you basically play as um, Odin, but he's called something else. I can't remember what the fuck. Uh, I can't find it fast enough. Anyway, you fight players like Odin instead of uh, whatever. What's the character in that game called? Um, I can't remember. Whatever the character in that game's called. Uh, is it, it, like, it's Ivor? like the same... E? It starts with E. It's L. Ivor is the... Ivor is the main character. Yes. And then uh, it's Alfather or something is what they refer to them as mm. in this uh, period because... Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like a... Like, oh, here's more story built on the main game. It's like you're... Well, technically it is. But it's like not actually happening i don't know i couldn't really make sense of it well valhalla so th- i think valhalla has now been out long enough that i don't pass it as spoilers in valhalla there is whole sections of the game where you play in the north myth norse mythological world and you play through events with with loki and you play and like you play through with all the gods and you play in alfheim and yeah but that's uh, what i mean you, you're not playing like they're not well, happening in the current- so they put god of war into uh, yeah, pretty good. much. It was very interesting that yeah, it was yeah. in there considering. God. They're like they're not, they're not a crazy um, crossover. They're not taking place in the current like storyline. They're like they're flashbacks more or less, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, pretty much. Yeah, so yeah, that's what this correct. is like. I guess it's like a continuation of it's that. somebody else's story. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's still cool. It's massive. Apparently, it's like thirty, forty hours long. So it's not like a small DLC. It might as well have been its own um, its own game. But yeah, if you haven't. I mean, I still haven't finished Valhalla. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day I'll ever get back to it. Fucking games are too big, you know what I mean? Like, you get probably not, Dylan. If you <laughs> if you have yet to unopen uh, to open um, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, yeah. you are never going back to Valhalla. Look, you say this about a lot of things, but sometimes five years from now, you know? who knows? Like, you know, this- five years from now, the Mario feel- Kart live cart still haven't been used. You know. No, that has definitely <laughs> been used. That has been used more than Eldering. So, <laughs> yeah, but I've I got said more five hours, years from now. More hours in Mario I'll put Kart. money on Elden Ring being used prior to the Mario Kart live cards. Uh, maybe I'll put my copy of Elden Ring on the cart and drive it around. <laughs> still in plastic, which it still is in plastic because I feel committed. You make to this like point. a little. You make like a little jump. And you jump over a copy of Elden Ring. That'd be cool. It's <laughs> part of the track. Yeah, different way to take the traction of that game, but yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the news for this week. So, firstly, The Witcher Three's uh, next gen, even though it's weird to call it next gen, but yeah, the PS Five, Xbox Series X, X, 
uh, version of the game has been delayed. Uh, the Witcher Twitter account tweeted, we've decided to have our in-house development team conduct the remaining work on the next-gen version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. We're currently evaluating the scope of the work to be done and thus have to postpone the Q2 release until further notice. Um, there was no exact reason given for this, although it's worth pointing out that Saber Interactive Studio, which is located in St. Petersburg, Russia, was doing the development of the game. They they did do the port for the Nintendo Switch. Um, of course, being in Russia is a... Um, not to say they're pro-Russia at the studio, like you can't say that for like pro-Putin or whatever, but you know, being in Russia is certainly an interesting place to be right now. Uh, CD Projekt Red have previously spoken out in support of Ukraine and uh, and everything. So, um, you know, putting two and two together, I feel like that's sort of the probably the reason why they've moved it in-house, if I was to guess, but they definitely didn't say that 100% for sure. Mm. Um, I mean, this game, there was a period where I was like, last year when they announced it and i was like you know what if that released in like one of the dry months like say this month this month's like a dry month mostly for mm -hmm. game releases i would have i could have seen myself diving back into it maybe i wouldn't have finished it but i would have definitely like gone yeah why not like i've already played through that game twice definitely the witcher 3 is i would say one of my favorite games of all time i would have happily dove into the the next gen version to have a bit of a player play around um, it was originally supposed to release last year. It then got pushed to this year. Now I'm going to say it's been pushed to next year. All of this sits very well with CD Projekt Red, uh, uh, current track records and stuff. But yeah, did anyone else have any, like, was anyone else going to dive into this? I mean, this, Ash has I, never I'm played waiting. it. Yeah, Ash has never played it. Kieran so. never finished it. Like, <laughs> I, at least I played, I, you know, multiple attempts. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was looking forward at trying to play it again. Um, and probably stopping it just like a little bit further mm. past the goalpost I've set for myself of places mm. to get, of uh, uh, things to do. But um, I think at the same time, this is the right approach from CG Project Red. Yes, they've just announced a new Witcher game. Um, but at the same time, instead of uh, putting out another broken product, product or kind of shipping and ripping just a half done. Um, uh, remaster or, or enhanced version of the game seems like they're giving it a bit more attention you know let's be honest this project is a bit of easy karma for cg project red to try and um not win back some some friends but, but to earn back a little bit of public favor and, and remind us that um do you think CG that's project the main red. reason they were trying to port it because i actually no, think i don't think it's a main reason. reason i don't think it's a main reason i think this was always going to be a thing because Let's be honest, um, as we've seen with GTA Five with Skyrim, these games, once they're beloved, if you can release another forever. version, they'll sell forever. You'll print money. It's probably a good way to increase um, kind of uh, cash flow within their organization. Hopefully, this Make helps up them for employ... the amount of money they probably had to burn with the CD uh, To be honest, red, I don't even... Uh, I don't want to... I, I don't want to see, even though, you know, there was the recent... Um, Cyberpunk was selling for like five dollars or something for it on special um, recently, but um, I think not even from just a point of view of recouping some money, but hopefully giving them the ability to hire more staff to avoid crunch. To um, I know, right? Like it, it, it is, and I, I hope <laughs> you know what, what happened with Cyberpunk and and the the downfall of CG Project Red in the public eye. Um, 
is something that yeah does entice them to do those creative things and to, to continue branching out and growing as an organization i assume the main reason they were trying to quickly get the next gen version out is all about the witcher on netflix like i think the massive Absolutely. success of that and being like all right yep like let's get that next gen version that's easy money. the thing is if that's what they cared about i don't think they'd be putting as much effort into the witcher next gen version if that makes sense like i feel like they would almost just port it like we've seen so many other games do where they don't actually tweak the game that much they just like get it so it will run on the new system and and it'll load a little bit quicker and stuff like that I, i feel like there is more effort being put into this than just that i think it's because they already did like a patch for the pro ps4 pro and whatever that's like a lot of the games who get the next gen versions is more or less just a ps4 pro xbox series uh xbox one x patch more than a next gen patch as we've seen with you know as already mentioned the the biggest corporate of it skyrim people don't need you to do that much to a game to get you to rebuy it for whatever reason um yeah this is true as someone who has actually only ever played skyrim and brought it once that is some meanwhile mm, i've brought both five Auto several times never played it. <laughs> i have i have it um it makes me not sad but it, it makes me laugh every time i open up my Steam and I flick through my Steam library and Skyrim I think is listed either two or three times, all in a row. Oh dear! With just different versions of the game, I'm like, what the fuck? What have I done this? <laughs> uh, CD Projekt Red news continues. Press start writes during a financial call this morning. CD Projekt Red confirmed that the first full expansion for Cyberpunk 2077 is likely to launch in 2023. Since launching on newer gen hardware, it's not unreasonable to say the game has been in a relatively good place. It's still got work to do in terms of earning back the lost goodwill from the troubled launch, which the, uh, which saw the game pulled from the PlayStation Store. Um, so yeah, they posted this picture. It's like development work on Cyberpunk 2077 expansion, development work on a new Witcher game based on Unreal Engine 5, further support for Cyberpunk, development work on next-gen version of The Witcher, development work on the Molest at the Molasses Flood on an unannounced project based on one of our franchises. Launch a spin-off of Gwent, the Witcher card game. Further support oh, for Gwent, the Witcher card game, and the Witcher Monster Slayer. Conceptual and research work on unannounced projects. That's all of their plans for uh, 2022. I presume it's 2022 fiscal year, not like 2022 the year, year, but um, that still seems like a lot too much. There's <laughs> Several times they've got a new Witcher game in there. They've got Cyberpunk expansion, further work on Cyberpunk, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt thing that we're just talking about, uh, helping out another place do an unannounced project based on their games, uh, doing the Gwent game, doing the mobile game, and then unannounced projects, plural unannounced projects. Conce- I know it says conceptual and research work, but how about just you conceptualize finishing one fucking thing at a time. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on. How about you conceptualize that idea? <laughs> Without crunch. <laughs> what a concept. <laughs> I do feel like they have just... Um, uh, to put it nicely, CG Project Ready is very ambitious. Um, but I don't feel like they have somebody... Maybe, and I think every workplace or every kind of creative deed does need somebody to rein in ambition a little bit and kind of 
narrative. Supposed to be the job of the studio head, but yeah. But (laughs) if the studio head is the person leading the ambition, it's like, well, shit. We we are uh, we yeah we're kind of running chasing our own tails instead of getting out ahead of anything. I don't know. You know, maybe these other projects are not very big. Like, like, what is your Gwent spinoff going to be? It's just more cards, let's be honest. You know, and if they're just helping out another studio to build something, it's like, yes, that, that's good. No, that's not good. Yes, that's good. No, that's not good. You say card games are easy when people spend years making the next expansion? They've already made game. one. Come on. Come on. You think it's I'm easy not, to come up with cards easy, or mechanics you know? that work without breaking the game? Look, you do get to a point with certain card games, though, where you just start reprinting cards. I mean, from, like, I'm sure it's ago. it's they're mm. switching it up, so it's a game based on dice. It's a dice based card game, you know, like the Yu-Gi-Oh Dungeon Dice or whatever that one was. Dungeon Dice Monsters. Yeah, mm. Dungeon Dice Monsters. Was that, yeah, cool. it was. It's funny that, that Yu-Gi-Oh had Dungeon Dice Monsters and Magic has recently done. Ta- oh, fuck! You just reminded me. By the way. Uh, between talking about this and Valhalla a second ago, my brain was just like put two and two things together. I got an email the other day that's like, your thing should be hopefully shipping soon. Uh, my, um, my real version of, um, I can't even remember what the game's called <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember Whatever the game in Valhalla yeah, is. Whatever that game in Valhalla is, which was my favorite part of playing that game. Oh, uh, it's like, uh, it's like a Skull letter. Bones or something. Something Bones. Knuckle no, Bones? No. No. Skull and Bones. No. Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones is finally shipping. It is. Let's not. fucking go. <laughs> Let's go. Do because it's logs. Or log. Or log. Oh god. That's not even. Where did Bones come I from? I don't know. I didn't think exactly. it was Bones at all. No. I'm well, pretty sure I you're the one who like... starts saying Bones. The funny, the annoying thing is though. Like, so I see this link here for the mining for Mighty Eight. You know, Mighty8.com.au. So they've got the game seventy eight bucks. Uh, arriving, they reckon it should arrive by 26th to 30th of April. So I don't know if that's them getting the same shipment that hopefully mine's coming from, or the Kickstarter okay. ones were so delayed that, like, I'm getting it. Either way, it's still, like, I I was a, I got that whole, you know, uh, early Kickstarter thing. Like, I didn't pay $78. Early I paid, like, yeah. 50 bucks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, prior to shipping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you do. Yeah, so that's still, like, the bonus. But So that's exciting. Because I think that's going to be a cool yeah. thing to own, but you just remember. Um, but yes, I don't think it's wrong that uh, studios work on multiple projects at the same time. It's obviously, as long as they're not on the same scale as Cyberpunk and... No, I'm, uh, I'm over-exaggerating. It's just because obviously they've had a lot of issues where I'm like... Okay. Just let them have small, vic- some fall- small victories, <clears throat> you know? Get the confidence back up. It's not even like releasing games that got approved. It's like... Because I saw some people with the Witcher thing where you was like, oh, of course it's delayed. But I'm like, if it is because of the Russia thing, fair game. Um, yeah, because they're <laughs> yeah. taking this game away from somebody else and they're doing it themselves. No wonder it's, it's been delayed. Because they have to go back over everything. Yeah, I mean, I can't even say like that team necessarily deserves to have it pulled from them. I just think it's like a weird politics uh, problem. Yeah, or they were yeah. doing a bad job. Yeah, or they like were doing a bad job. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think there was also. I did read online there was some contractual thing where they they were contracted to finish the game at the end of last year, and since they didn't, they didn't. They didn't. There's been some contractual kind of negotiations that could going be a on. Thing. Yeah. I mean, it could be yeah. any of those things. It's just a weird, yeah, weird thing. Um, 
talking about a studio that takes on a lot of projects and half of them aren't good. Uh, Niantic announced a new game wow. this week. That's right. The <laughs> makers hell. of Pokemon Go. Uh, however, this one is at least not based on an existing IP, which is the thing I, the part that's actually sort of interesting to me. Uh, so it's called Peridot or Peridot. I presume it's Peridot. Sure. It's not Peridot. Anyway. Isn't there a Pokemon called Peridot? Fuck if I know. Um, probably an X and Y. I still haven't played that with those ones. Um, so it's sort of looks like a Tamagotchi game. I think it's the easiest way that the conclusion that most people come to if you look at it, because you're not capturing creatures, you are sort of just being best mates with them. So, and apparently all the creatures are sort of unique and you can breed them, you can breed them and get new ones of friends. And otherwise you just go on adventures together and you feed them and you play with them. Like it's, it mentions like nothing about, you know, capturing them in the wild or battling or, you know, it's, it's definitely not. Anything like Pokemon. It also doesn't look anything like Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which, of course, closed down at the end of January earlier this year because that game had, like, you know, things in the wild and battling once again and, and whatever else. Um, it doesn't look anything like Ingress, which is, of course, their first, uh, the thing that Niantic did earlier that made them really popular. Um, uh, it doesn't look like Pikmin either, which is the one. The other, so currently they, the Pikmin and Pokemon and Ingress are sort of the three they've got on the go. Um, they also have announced, I think we did, I briefly brought it up on here last year when they announced they were doing a Transformers game that's supposed to be coming. I don't know how the fuck that works, but, um, but yeah, I think this looks, I you think look at cars and then they transform into Transformers. I mean, that, that's the dream. I think I'll give this a look for sure. I kind of like the designs. I think that's the thing that stands out to me so much. I definitely would give at least based on the pictures, cause there's no like trailer or anything. I think the creatures are very like colorful, bright. I think I'm going to hashtag cuties on these. What 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 do we think, Ash? You got any? Um... Uh, yeah, I guess they're kind of cute, but <laughs> I guess they're kind of cute. cute. Instantly, I mean, retracts the cutie. Yeah, like, what a fucking uh, stipulation. I don't know. It's like kind when of somebody like shows a... you their kid, and they're like, "Aren't they cute?" And you're like. Yeah, I guess they're getting, kind of cute. Like, yeah, no. I'm getting kind of a uh, Concord Genie kind of vibe from the artwork. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah, yeah that kind of style, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if it, if the gameplay is different, and it sounds like it is, where it's more of a keep these characters alive yeah. <laughs> rather than just capture them. Yeah. I mean, that make, gives it a little bit of a point of difference. That is the crazy thing, right? Why hasn't, like, and this is probably where some a whole community comes out. I'm like, yeah, there is one. Like, you would think in the modern day of smartphones and shit, like, the the whole kind of Tamagotchi pre- um, kind of... Well, they're making a comeback. Uh, ...thing would, you know... I, yeah. I know the But there would be a version of it on your phone. I'm surely there has to already be versions of it on your I've phone. Never, I've never seen anything. I, th- I thought Tamagotchis were dead, and then recently I've seen a bunch of people I follow on Twitter starting to get back into them out of nowhere, and I'm like, I don't know what started this, where this came from, but... Okay. Sure. Because yeah, th- yeah. I need a reason to get out of bed every day. Wow. It's like, oh, Damn. Keep, that's, fucking <laughs> that's fucking dark. That's fucking dark. I got to get up. I got to keep my Tamagotchi alive. I mean, it's much. It's better than getting a pet. No, no you know. I better get up to keep myself alive. Better get up to keep my no, fucking no, Tamagotchi no, alive. My, keep the, my, keep the digital, alive. my digital pet, you know? Yeah. Is- Fuck, you know what it is? You know why it's come back in? Turning red. Why is it come back in? Okay, it's because it's turning red. That's I'm putting it down now. Everyone's suddenly back into them because they're turning red. And fair enough. 
because they have that very emotional scene, spoilers for the end of that movie, where she's like, they're, they're not friends for a moment, and then she comes back, and then she's like, did you look after her? And she looked after a Tamagotchi, and she handed it back to her, and she fed it, remember? You don't remember I this, I, I I do remember it. It's a cool scene. I don't know if it w- created such a cultural moment I think- <laughs> that everybody collectively decided to start buying Tamagotchis again. I'm not saying everyone. I'm just saying. I feel like they just started selling Tamagotchis again. <laughs> Who's to say, you know? Um, One person saw it and they're like, hey, I remember Tamagotchis. I'm a super super nostalgic person who likes to feed this digital pet every couple hours. I'll buy one. If that's what this, if that's what this game is, Peri- Peridot is, I'm kind of down. I've, I, I used to have Tamagotchis. I had the Dim- Digimons. I had an iToy pet. Um, you know, like, love, love dogs. Yeah, are we going to be able to battle these? Dogs? That's the important thing. Nintendogs? Yeah. I did have Nintendogs. Nintendog? I think the only one I ever had was the Pokemon version. I think I had a Squirtle. There was a Pokemon Nintendogs? Yeah, it was like, it's the Tamagotchi thing was a Pokeball, like kind of a little circular Pokeball. I don't think I ever had that. Remember it came with, no, no, remember it came with the game. No, oh, no, I, I do. I did have this, actually. Game. It came with Soul Silver or something, I think. Yeah, it came with the game, and you could, like, put a Pokemon from yeah. the game into it and, yeah. and have it go around with you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember this, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll check this out. I always check out these games anyway. I think, like, the problem is, and the reason they haven't found as much success with Pokemon is, is that a lot of them are too similar to Pokemon Go, and then people are like, well, I can't play two of these at the same time. Whereas, like, if Peridot's one that requires less time and attention, and that means that people can still, like, put most of their time into Pokemon Go if they want, and they only need to check into this a lot less. I think that's what would make this more successful like like i feel like often their games are competing with one another like people need to have them all open at the same time and people are like i can't do that so i'll just have one open something um like it, it's it's crazy when like you know people used to have like it wasn't uncommon for people to have a pokemon go phone like a phone that they were literally that is all of its purpose was i think that's what the it's hardcore like, players do yeah, have, have the hardcore just yeah. We all saw the picture of the guy with the bike with yeah. like sixty six phones, mobile yeah. phones on it. He rained by himself. Did you just say sixty mobile phones on it? Yes, I did. I think it was like <laughs> he said eight. sixty. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. I mean, it's close. I, I it's, it's, fair. it's fair. Um, sh- shout outs by the way. I forgot to mention before. It's a good time working in. Um, I did also post a review this week for a um. Pokemon Go device, the Brook Pocket Auto Catch Plus, which I've been playing around with the last couple of weeks. Um, it's like a, it's a, it's basically looks like the Gotcha. If anyone knows what that is, which was like the the one that I knew friends have, uh, like friends who used to play it, uh, floating around, they'd always have it. I'm like, I don't, I don't need that shit. Um, but it's a, it's a small device that you can either put on your wrist. It comes with like a little wrist strap, or you can just like put it in your car and just have it like sort of spinning stops and firing pokeballs while you're um not playing the game which is handy because like it's it does it's a bot doing all the tasks for you kind of so the the poke niantic has like there are official ways to do this there was an official like version of this which they've sort of discontinued because i think the third party ones have taken over and of course the pokeball that released with let's go pikachu um and eevee did a similar thing to this. However, to catch, to throw a Pokeball out of Pokemon, you had to press the button on it when it vibrates. That's the sole difference 
between this and a device, that and a device like this, this one just froze the Pokeball automatically. Um, the, the rules for all these devices are the same, which is that whatever one you hook up to your game, the game's got systems built in where it, it'll spot a Pokemon, it'll throw one Pokeball. Not a Great Ball, not an Ultra Ball, one Pokeball. That means you don't catch as many as you think because if it's a high level Pokemon, the chances of capturing it in one Pokeball is low. But it will throw one Pokeball. If they if it escapes, they run away. However, it does spin all the stops for you. Um, the Pokeball version that came with Let's Go would spin the spots uh, stops as well. So, um, but yeah, I gave the device an eight point five. Um, you can read my full review. I have a few little small problems that um, you can find out if you read that thing. But otherwise, a uh, handy device if you're playing Pokemon Go. Uh, where the fuck was that to? Uh, what did we just talk about? Oh, Peridot. Uh, snacks. Uh, we talked a lot about Bug Snacks over on Platinum Explosion because it was a PS5 launch launch game, even though it was on PC as well, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, however, for people who are like, I don't have PlayStation, I don't care about that shit. Well, guess what? Bug Snacks is now coming to Nintendo Switch, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, uh, Steam now, as well as it was on Epic Games Store before, um, and also Game Pass. Uh, PC and console Game Pass, all arriving on April 28th to coincide with the release of the brand new free update expansion for it, which is called the Isle of Big Snacks, where you can travel to a different island where all the bug snacks are big, which I'm looking forward to because as seen in the trailer, the bunga, which is the the burger-like bug snacks from the main game, is now massive and it fucking like headbutts one of the characters in the trailer and sends him flying which I found quite amusing. Um, but yeah, if you haven't played Bug Snacks, it's a very funny game that takes a weird dark turn at the end. But um, did you ever actually go back and finish it? Actually, I can't even remember. If I no, it. I did not. <laughs> but, you know, maybe, maybe you know, if time permits, I might jump back in. Because, you know, that was my major complaint with the game. The Bug Snacks too small. Too small. Okay. So now if they're big, it's, like, easier to appreciate. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm glad they fixed your, uh, you know, your, your one complaint. My issues, yeah. Your one complaint. Uh, too small. <laughs> too small. No, but this kind of tracks. It'd be what, like eighteen months since launch. Uh, uh, that came out like it, no, it launched at the same time as PlayStation Five. PlayStation Five, so PlayStation Five, November twenty twenty. So it has not been that long, has it? It has no shot. PlayStation <laughs> Five launched that long ago. No. Yeah, PlayStation Five release date November twelfth, twenty twenty. Fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah. It feels like it was still like last year that the fucking consoles launched. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, 18 months then, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let's try it. time for a new version of the consoles. Like uh, I know. <laughs> I know. PS5 Pro. Yeah. At least a new version of the PlayStation 5 controller. I'm actually getting really over the battery life on my PlayStation 5 controllers at the minute. Oh, yeah. Just buy a second one. Yeah. Just buy a second drill set. I've got a second one. I've got two. But they feel like they last like four hours and that's it. And I'm like, motherfuckers. And they don't turn off. Fucking turn off when I'm watching Netflix. Just turn them off yourself. That's what I do. That's fuck. You know what? I don't have to fuck. That's what I do for my Xbox controller too. I I don't know if there's an auto. There may be an auto turn. If you're watching Netflix, you'll need the controller to like tell Netflix you're still watching. Yeah, so when that happens, I just turn it on and do it. But I don't want to like start watching Netflix and then 
fucking two episodes in, be like, oh, fuck, my controller's been on this entire time. I don't time. know if there is an auto time-off setting for the controller. I would assume there is. I've never looked. It sometimes does it, and I don't know, maybe it's how apps are programmed, where apps are saying, hey, the the controller is active during this time. Yeah. But there is some stuff, it's like, yeah, I'll turn off eventually. And other times, it's just motherfuckers just like, no, nah, I've, I've been on this entire time. I think you like, need to update your, your PS2. I do! I do! After like a week of ignoring the prompt every time I turn on the controller. I've been ignoring mine <laughs> for 48 hours do. at the moment, and I feel bad about that. Like, I turned on my PlayStation yesterday. <laughs> it's like, you got to update the controller, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just sat down on the couch. The cable is all the way over yeah, there. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, got to get the like, cable. Um, I don't know. Like, Can't you just update it wirelessly? Like a next gen my ass, you know what I mean? But no, I, I always <laughs> just turn my con- controllers off if I don't need them. Like even the Xbox, because that's where I, um, I watch like most of my Blu-ray. I just use my Xbox console still. The thing is, I find uh, maybe because it's muscle memory, because the Xbox like method of turning off has been like the same. You just hold the controller and you go turn off. Yeah. Button. So PlayStation, you just press the the PS button. You have to press and the then PS you scroll button. Across you have to, to the go across a couple of times, and then you click turn off device. You have to click. You have to click. You have to click the device icon, then the yeah. controller icon, yes. and then turn off device. Correct. Like that's that's a lot of steps. Like I mean, that's, that's if you get used to it, it takes like three seconds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, but just just a bit of convenience would be appreciative. Um, do you have any care for playing Bugs Next? By the way, um, never played it. I enjoyed. it. I never finished it. Um, I can't even remember how far I got in that game, but it, it's nice to be talking about Bugs Next again, you know? Talking about Bugs um, It's, uh, it was, I think it was the... You know what they need? They need mm. you to do a remix of the original song with the new they re-release. Do. They do. But, like, drop the bass a lot on it. Dubstep, like, dubstep like, remix? What, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what what famous one. artist should come in and... Damn. I don't know who do, any of the Oh cool. my god, Post Malone should do a digital concert <laughs> about bug snacks. <laughs> I mean I'd watch that. <laughs> and then they should get another artist to release a whole album dedicated to, dedicated to the game, you know? Yeah, I mean I'm down, to be honest. But. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm keen to dive into this DLC and if yeah, if anyone hasn't apparently it's like three hours, which is pretty good for a free update, like an expansion, so um, but yeah, if you haven't played Bugsnax and you have an Xbox uh, or a PC Game Pass, it's going to be on there. So I'd suggest try- trying it out. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's very funny to just come across the different creatures. And... Let's talk about what we've been playing this week. I've been playing some more Pokemon. After last week, I got on here and I'm like, hey, I finished... The Shining Diamonds and Pearls. Um, this week, I've gone back and finished off Pokemon Sword, finally. Woo! Turn Sword, on, the superior one. Turn on the game. game. I was like, how far am I? I have two gym badges left. I'm like, fuck, I'm a lot further than I you thought. Know, <laughs> seriously? You know, seriously, I think I've gone into... Every time I go into JB Hi-Fi, which isn't a regular occurrence, I always look at so- Pokemon Sword and Shield, and I always go... As with all Nintendo games and games at the time, the prices don't. That go hasn't dropped in price. No. If I ever walked in and like the game was like forty bucks, I'd probably pick it up on the spot and play it. But I don't think that'll ever happen. But it never will be. But it never will be. No, never. Because it's incredible 
how those prices never go. Shit, just Nintendo and just those prices in general, just, nah, we just fucking, we hold them. You're more likely to see it go on sale digitally on their store than you will in either game. Yes, but that requires me turning on my console and going into the store. No, just pay attention because, like, if it's like press start or something. Uh, Can't you, yeah, can't you, you can't access the store by web, on the web yet? I think you can, but it sucks. So, which adds up. You know, <laughs> makes seems sense. about right. Yeah, every now and then they'll be like, "Hey, this Mario game's on sale," like you know, and stuff like that. So I don't know if Pokemon's ever been. I haven't paid attention, but um, but yeah, finally finished Pokemon Sword. Um, very cool. I'm. I was like, why did I stop playing this? Why do I ever stop playing this? <laughs> I get so distracted. Obviously, I, I feel like my that this is like me living up to my um sort of if my yearly goal was to sort of like be able to just be like, hey, I can. Don't get too distracted with like uh, work shit playing other games. Like just finish shit that you're enjoying or whatever. So I'm glad that I actually came back because I'm like I was having a good old time with this game. Um, I'm still going to continue playing it because I've got the DLC that I think I'll do next. I'll, I'll jump into that. Um, those expansions that they they release. I don't know how much exact contents in that, but I know you go visit um, other islands or places or whatever where there's different Pokemon to catch and, and stuff. That's fun like that. But um, the ending to this game is wild. Also, I'm still in post content. I did a little bit of the post content, but let me explain this because I don't think anyone cares about spoilers for Pokemon. Also, this game came out no. two years ago. And it's selling statement to like, or three years ago, actually. I think it came, like to fucking that long ago. Times a blur. We don't even know when the PS5 released. So yeah, I'm going to say three years ago. Um, <laughs> the old mate Sword and Shield, right? So, uh, Zacian and, uh, Zaman, Zamazaxon or however you fuck you say this Pokemon's games. Um, now, to, clarif- to clarify an argument we had on here years ago um, about how these motherfuckers with their bloody shields attached to their face and carrying swords and how Ash and Kieran got into the, all these arguments about what what not wasn't uh, appropriate uh, for these Pokemon, they do not have those things at all points. In fact, the first time you come across these Pokemon in the game, they don't have them. They still don't have them the second time you come across them. And what turns out to be the story here is there's actually two artifacts, a sword and a shield, that they activate, which they then pick up and use in battle. And now I've got in the post-game, because Pokemon games like to do this thing where they're like, you're now the champion, credits roll, here's some, like, let's hit you with a lot of shit to do in the post-game. These two motherfuckers come up in the in the post-game who are, like, descendants of the... Because you know how this game's, like, set in the the the, the English where Kieran was born, you know, that's, the, that's where these sword, the sword and shield games are sent, which is why it's funny to me that every time your rival in this game, he's not really your rival because, you know, he doesn't hate you or anything. It's like your best mate. Your best you, mate. You, but he you, consistently would be like, I like walk up to him and he's like, oh, I didn't expect to find you here, mate. You know, like everything's like, he consistently says yeah. like, mate. And- Look, I've seen some <laughs> of the writing and like the, and as is, it shows up in anime quite a lot when it's like Japanese writers trying to write for like other countries is just like, the weakest possible stereotypes. Yeah, what you doing here, mate? Um, like, yeah, it's it's very much that case. It's fun though. Um, but yeah, these two motherfuckers show up, right? And they're like, we're the descendants of the um the the kings and queens or whatever the lords from years ago, from back in the day, which apparently they like the reason they like split these sword and shield artifacts. But in case you didn't realize they were descendants of these these people enough. Their haircuts are in the shape of a sword and a shield. Now, you can look up this image because, yes, 
the dude who has a sword haircut is the funniest thing I've seen in quite some time. Um, if you just type in, um, I don't know, sword, so, sword. I've got it. I've got it. Pokemon. I've just typed in Pokemon sword descendant. Yep. Oh dear God, that's <laughs> not a sword. How good is it? I was obsessed. Why did, <laughs> like, why does it take me years to discover this? Cause it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. What? Their names yep. are Sword Ward yep. and Shieldbird? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like how anyone who's, like, played this game, like, years ago is just, like, listening, like, yes. Like, <laughs> we were, like, it's so late to the party. Sword Ward and Shieldbird. Well, I think we've had the definitive answer, which one's better, Shield or Sword. It's clearly Sword. Uh, shield, Cle- I mean. It's clearly sword. He said it. He clearly fucking shield. said it, everyone. Clip it and ship it. Clip it and ship it, boys. Uh, Dylan, do you want me to edit this? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Clip it and ship it. It took three years for him to say it, but he finally said it. <laughs> fucking did it. Um, yeah, so now I'm dealing with these two fucking <laughs> dudes, right? But it's also quite funny because the other girl, the girl in this game who's like the professor's assistant, no, or like the gra- yeah, she's her grandma's like the professor at the start of the game, and she like comes through the game, and she's like the assistant. At the end of the game, she's like, "No, I'm the professor now. I'm like, I'm really ready to take on this job. I'm like, cool, good for you." But whenever you're talking about these swordwood and shieldwood motherfuckers, she because their <laughs> names are ridiculous. She literally in the game just consistently goes, "Why don't we just call them weirdos? Because that's what they are." <laughs> like, like <laughs> their game. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, um, I wish they hadn't rounded off the top of the sword, sword, uh, sword <laughs> hair. Like I wish that was just a bit more a spiky, you know. I just like how they're designing the game again. We'll call them Swordwood and Shieldwood because that—that's like their names. Because we want people, we want players to know they're the descendants of these royal characters. Do you, uh, but do that's you get not to enough. The point where you need <laughs> to defend yourself for some reason, and then you just pick up Swordward and like attach some straps yeah. to Shield, but. And, like, you just go charge. He's, he's, he's safe from attacks from above, so it's all good. That's true. He is safe from attacks from above. But they're... These it's two, not even above. It's, like, from behind, but not above. Like, it's just gonna... These two are pricks, anyway. Um, they're currently just running around, like, um, gigamaxing Pokemon and just being evil. So, it's... Yeah. That's oh, the, they're not good. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. They're evil. Oh, okay. I thought oh. They were like, yeah. oh. That's the, that's the post-game. They're bad guys. You know? They're, they're the bad guys. Oh, Damn. I thought they were like like super that respected everything. Oh. people. No, 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 no. They're they're rich assholes. Well, then, yeah, that makes sense why they'd have haircuts like that. Then, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, I no. thought they were your friends. No, no, no. They're, I'm trying to stop them. I'm, I'm trying to stop them. Oh. Another thing, because like to... again, I'm just spoiling all this game, but years ago, so it doesn't matter. I really liked the um the the especially having just played um Diamond, right? No, Pearl. Sorry, I keep forgetting which one I played. Having just played that, and that's more of an old school, of course, because that's a, a remake thing. But that's just like your typical Elite Four, you know, battle the Elite Four, battle the the champion, you're the champion. Like, very typical sort of thing. I like the way they did that. The, this game doesn't have an Elite Four or anything like that. Like, because it's because uh, all the gym battles happen in this game in these like proper, really cool stadiums where there's like an audience watching and stuff like that. The, the ending of this game is that you do semi finals. So you fight your two. In the semifinals, it's you versus your two rivals throughout the game, the girl and the guy, mm-hmm. and you beat yeah. them. And then you get to the finals, and the finals is the gym leaders from all that you've already fight. They all come back into it, and you do an actual tournament. 
where it's like you could have lost to one of them and then the one of the gym leaders gets a chance to beat the champion to become the new champion because that's apparently the, the the rules in this in this world so you have to fight uh, two, uh i think it was two or three of the yeah three of the gym leaders you already beat and then you get a go at the champion um in the final battle but i was like this is at least a different way to do the um yeah the elite four and yeah the like the the, the end game content stuff. sort of uh, the final sort of fight and everything like that so and then you just lose over and over in your eternal life of being an 11 year old um until eventually one day a writer pities you and you you win finally it's true i mean i take i don't have the time for that but that's all you want to do but yeah pokemon swords good game i hear it's <laughs> on chill Good. Uh, it's funny though because sword is the superior version as you yeah know, so the three as us have agreed said, yeah. the three of us have do agree on the show um sword so, is superior yeah. uh you've been playing teeny tiners wonderlands teeny tiners teeny tiners what'd i say you said teeny tiners What's it called? tiny tiners tiny tiners <laughs> 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 teeny tiny's wonderland <laughs> oh god yeah that game um yeah tiny tina's wonderland uh this was a game that i was interested in but like not committed to buying uh and then through the the throes of covid and wanting something to kind of um play for that for the last week um he's yeah he, i thought it was a great pickup i'm a big fan of borderlands i think the Borderlands 3 lost me a little bit with uh, a lot of the writing in it, but Tiny Tina is one of my favorite characters, and the work they've done around their in-game, in-world version of Dungeons and Dragons, Bunkers and Badasses, um, is uh, is always been something that's delighted me. And, and playing through this game, I've put in, I think, just shy over 30 hours in um, across two different characters. Um Finish off the main storyline with a bit left to do of side quests and stuff um, in the game, but it's a very interesting game. Um, I think the biggest interesting thing about this game is, for the first time in Borderlands history, the characters aren't so much pre-selected or pre-created characters that you, you choose from at the start of the game. You build your own character with an array of cosmetics, um, kind of racial features, a lot like D&D. Um, you pick which class you want to be, you customize it, um, as well as kind of picking your your starting background and choosing what stats you would like with the traditional D&D stats of like strength, dexterity, um, constitution, etc. Kind of falling in line with like critical damage or critical uh, chance or uh, spell uh, cast times and stuff like that. And then it alters a lot of the, the things you love about Borderlands, its guns, a lot of the guns now kind of take on the shape of, of crossbows and there's a lot more um, focus on uh, melee weapons and uh, instead of grenades you get spells and the shields and our wards and it, it takes on the very much the, the D&D aspect of the game in Bunkers and Badasses and as a whole I, I love and adore this game. I think um, the the writing for me is, is especially good, not only from being a D&D player, but just being a general fan of pop culture. I think this game goes back to... I think, you know, in Borderlands 3 always struck me the wrong way, that there was too much on the nose about it. It's like, hey guys, we, we like pop culture too. We get stuff. We can talk about streamers and all the, the crazy, wacky stuff about them. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderland kind of strips away a lot of that stuff goes back to the 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 great dialogue 
um, the the interesting and and kind of not obvious narrative turns. Uh, it gives a really fun um, uh, kind of connection with its characters and and the adventure itself. There are several returning characters, but then also a whole bunch of new characters um, for this world. It's it's the kind of overarching, I guess the overarching story is about Tiny Tina and, and her companions playing the game on the table, but um, the, the world itself feels fleshed out. It doesn't feel like it's it's fake or whatever. It pays a lot of tongue-in-cheek at itself. Um, it's filled with the side quests that people would love um, that kind of directly reference uh, a aspect of pop culture or definitely directly kind of play around with a franchise or, um, you know, like I think one of my, my things I always go back to is Borderlands 2 had um, a side quest where you fought the Ninja Turtles um, and they were all just like slightly off and you, you fought Shredder and uh, not uh, Splinter. No, Shredder. It was Shredder. I always get Shredder and Splinter um, mixed up, but the, it continues to do that in this game. Um, I think the they try and bring an aspect of focus on melee fighting in this game that doesn't work out that great because all the melee fighting really is is kind of holding one button and your character kind of repeatedly kind of swings. There's no kind of uh, fun interaction with the melee weapons or feeling like it's anything beyond just like a knife button in a first-person shooter. Um, I have one like, like major gripe. Uh, not gripe, but it was funny that um, maybe dampened my experience at the end of the game. Um, yesterday, um, Ashley and Dylan, I'd like you to tell, take a guess at how long the end credits are for this game. Uh, eight minutes. Fifteen minutes. Twenty-seven minutes. What? They have twenty-seven minutes as the ending cutscene of this game. Uh, the ending credits, not cutscene, like the credits of this how? game, is twenty-seven minutes. Yeah. Like, don't it got me really. I don't think that really like a lot of people work to this sure. game. There is a whole section where it takes a break from doing the credits and just starts including notes and stuff from all of the developers, like personal notes and thank yous and stuff. Um, it plays like four or five like full <laughs> songs, ranging from uh, kind of the game score to "Give Me Chocolate" by Baby Metal. And I was sat there last night. My friends were waiting for me to jump into a game with them that we I'm playing just with them with solo leveling characters. And I think it took me 23 minutes after sitting there for that long, pressing random buttons on my keyboard, trying to find out what the escape, what the, the, the skip button is, because there's no obvious skip button, because every other time in the game, it's come up in white letters, press another button to skip once you press a button. Fucking took me Googling. Somebody's like, oh yeah, just hold in the escape key for a couple seconds and you'll escape the game. And I was so fucking triggered. Alt F, because it Alt F4. Wow. No, because... No, 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 no. Annoying thing was, (laughs) before the credits started, it showed you the final boss room that you had just finished in and just loot spewing out all over the floor. So it's like, well, I I need to... I don't want to... I don't want to lose this loot. I don't need to get that loot. I I need to get the stuff. Give me the stuff. Um, Did you get the stuff? I was a little... I I did get the stuff. (laughs) Um, I was, uh, yeah, so I was a little tilted by that, and, and it's not actually that big of a deal, it's just uh, amusing, and I mean, it seems to be an ongoing issue where people are, like, looking up how to do this, and, and how to get rid of, get around the credits, I but, mean, wow, the disrespect of the developers that you don't want to say. Hey, I sat there for 24 I mean, minutes, okay? 24- You couldn't yeah. sit there for another seven, is all I'm saying. <laughs> another three, but it's fine. Um, 
<laughs> Math. That's, um, that's what no, I wanted to I, say, I and think, it did not come out. I know. I, it's fine. It's fine. Um, no, but I think I mean, overall, that, it's, uh, that's more that's more respectful than a movie that I recently watched in the cinema, where I got up from my seat, got to the bottom of the of the of the set of stairs, and the credits were over. So really, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's uh, did not many actually. people work on that movie or I guess not. No. Um but yeah, no, I think Tiny Tina's Wonderland is a bit of a hidden gem in my opinion. I think maybe people were a little bit scorned by um Borderlands 3. Maybe also the the I guess the build up for this game was a bit questionable. It was like, okay, is this DLC? Is this a whole standalone game? Like what are we what are we actually getting here? Because I think previously um there was the the Tiny Tina's Bunkers and Badasses DLC for Borderlands 2. Um, so I think there's a little confusion around that. But if you enjoy Borderlands, especially Borderlands 2, it is absolutely fantastic. The The writing in this game, I think, is the best in the Borderlands series so far. Not only do you have this character, Tiny Tina, who is this caricature of just kind of madness and um, a lot of things we see in today's society, she also has this, this like... Uh, heartbreaking understory and, and kind of that told through this game that I think is um, really, really uh, an ad- added level to a great adventure overall. Uh, I definitely suggest playing with friends. There are some issues with, I guess, all multiplayer launches, but um, there has been issues I've had with people dropping out or not being able to join games and having to work around ways to get people into a game. Um, but other than that, you know, I think it's a fantastic game. People should definitely pick this up and, and get it into contention for. At least some, not game of the year, but definitely in awards contention for the end of the year. I think it just came yeah, out yeah. at a weird time, is why people it did. played it. It did, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, very much so. Is, is it good enough to play by yourself? Or is yes, it no, I still think it is. Yeah. I um, had to do some solo leveling uh, to catch up with some fr- with my friends the other night, and I, I still think it's very fun. I think the, the story itself um, is... is I think should be experienced whether you have people to play it with or you can only play it by yourself. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I've been playing Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. I've finished the first um, three Star Wars games. Um, this game is very big. When you say the first three, you mean? I mean, episode one, two, three. I'm doing them in, uh, in numerical the, so order. So the prequels. Yes, I, d- I finished the prequels. I'm doing them in numerical order. So the way you can play these games... In the order, we cover them in our great Star Wars show, Alderaan Explosion, which you can find on all good podcast services. Correct. Um, the way you can play the game is you can start either episode one, four, or seven, and then or jump around as you see fit, but you can't unlock episode two, four, five. You know, like you have to beat That's the you first... Beat. You have to beat yeah. the first of any trilogy to beat the second one which yeah so you're not locked into a specific starting point but you can yeah you you, you do at least have to start at the first part of that trilogy to, to play the game but i was like no nah, fuck it i'll just do it uh one to three um i'm having a lot of fun with this game i think um it's interesting because the stuff i'm sort of looking forward to most playing is the stuff that haven't hasn't been released yet or they, that lego hasn't touched in a game format which is uh last jedi and rise of skywalker um, because they never did Legos for those. So obviously previously they've done Lego Star Wars games for the prequels, they've done Lego Star Wars games for the original trilogy, and they did the Force Awakens Lego game um, 
as well, but they never actually released any. So uh, that stuff's going to be brand new for this one. However, I think the thing that maybe is confusing for people who haven't been paying too much attention to this game is like, okay, so that stuff's definitely new. Is all the other game stuff just like remastered, reworked, you know, versions of what they did already? And no, it's all brand new. Um, everything, especially because the gameplay in this is also completely redone rework so the game instead of you know how lego games i don't know if it, last time if you sort of play one but it has like that sort of isometric sort of view all the old games especially the original like lego star wars games it's like you know sort of isometric level by level sort of thing um these are now more or less 3d action games so the camera's like behind the lego character um you can like duck into cover there's like a lock-on system for combat I'm not trying to say the combat suddenly you know, ultra convoluted and complicated and something like that. Obviously, these games are still aimed at uh, kids as the, the main market. However, the everything is brand new. So I, I don't feel like, as someone who's played all of the Lego Star Wars games, I definitely don't feel like I'm replaying stuff I've already done before. Um, but there's a lot of content here. So when you go... so. For instance, let's say you're playing through like sort of what I did last night. So I did episode three last night, for example. Let's say you get to the part where Anakin goes and he tells Mace Windu, hey, uh, I've discovered that motherfucker upstairs is a Sith Lord. You should probably go get him. So then you're in control. of It switches you over to, in control of Mace Windu and you can walk around Coruscant and you can explore if you want, which is like a hub area, I guess, or you can just go straight to the objective. Um, and when you go, when you go up to Palpatine's room, then it'll be like, do you want to start the next level? Yes, you start that level. Then you're in like sort of a, a level where there's like, you know, five mini kits to find, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you can replay all the levels. However, as you go across different areas, so like as you play through episode one, kind of, you come to Tatooine, that's like a hub area. Um, the booze, like a little, uh, hub area. You can explore if you want. I'm not doing too much solely because a lot of these hub areas, Obviously, all the secrets you find quite often require you to have access to characters you don't at the time to to do them. So, like, after I beat episode three last night, I jumped back in the Coruscant, for example, in free play, where you can switch to any characters you've unlocked on the go, and then I was finding a bunch of the, you know, the hidden bricks and stuff like that, to which there is a fuck ton. There is, like, 1,100 hidden bricks in this game, um to to find um that of course all nine chapters uh levels and hub areas and whatever else but um i would say it's going to take a very long time to 100 percent this <laughs> this game there's also something like over i i don't know some ridiculous number like four or five hundred characters or something utterly ridiculous in this game as well like there is just a lot of characters and levels and stuff to do in this game um every time you go to like a new planet you arrive in the space area just outside this like the planet and even there there's like stuff to do there there's like bounty hunter ships to shoot down uh, asteroids with bricks in them to do uh you can engage in galactic battles like there's and then you can go land on the planet and then explore fucking mustafar and start the next level if you want and whatever else you, you want to do so um there's there's a lot in this game uh but i feel like if you're if you've enjoyed any of the lego games in the past this one's definitely the biggest one I've played aside from, I guess, Lego Dimensions, because that obviously had a bunch of like expansions and a lot of IP and stuff like that. 
Um, it's still got all the Lego humor that you know and love, just silly tangents like uh, Grievous and Obi-Wan having a dance-off party last night when I went to start that fight. So I'm looking forward to to all those sorts of jokes and stuff continues. There's also a weird thing where if you're playing as Qui-Gon Jinn, um, I was like wandering around as him last night and at some point um, I get to a thing where I need to like a character who can use the force to do it, to use this object, which he can, of course. And then Qui-Gon Jinn, not voiced by Liam Neeson, but someone doing a Liam Neeson impression goes, I have a particular set of skills for this. I'm like, that's a fucking Taken reference. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah, the game has like some jokes in there that obviously kids <laughs> wouldn't get, but um, it's quite fun. Um, you, every character is voice acted. Uh, not they used to do the thing where they would rip the voice lines from the movies and then like just play them over. This is all brand new voice acting for the line. Sometimes they're delivering the exact same lines from the movie. Quite often they're not because it's just Lego fucking around and this is like the third time they're doing some of these games. So they're like, no, let's just do whatever we want, which is fine. There is like a toggle you can put back on like the mumbling Lego stuff if if that's sort of what you prefer, like the like just all the sort of miming jokes sort of stuff i guess if you if you want but um yeah i've been a, a really good time i think i'm just going to um just plan to do i guess one pop back in every now and then every couple of days and I'll, I'll i'll do like one movie per night because if i'm not spending a bunch of time messing around in the hub worlds you, it probably takes i don't know a couple of hours i guess to play through a movie so um yeah it's very good if you like the if you like these sorts of lego games um does what I don't actually know. Like, has anyone did anyone actually play? Is it surely Ashley would have played them like oh some Lego uh, mostly the Marvel ones. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously yeah. you know they're a lot of fun, cool. Uh, their type of cool type of humor is really enjoyable and that kind of stuff. And like, yeah, I'd be keen to eventually pick it up. Like, I played the original Lego Star Wars games on PS like um, PS2 era. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I played those originally, uh, and then the only other ones I can remember playing is the Lego Batman game. I'm pretty sure I own a bunch, but, you know, just never got around to playing. Yeah. Mm. I played, like, a bunch, like, I played a bunch on the PS, like, the PS2 ones, PS3 ones. Also, I did, I was into Lego Dimensions mm, yeah. when that was, like, its original launch period. I was very much I've still got all my Lego Dimension stuff, because I'm always like, that would be a fun platinum to go back <laughs> Because it will come back one day. Well, maybe. I actually... Lego Dimensions was really cool. I was like... like, I think the problem was that because it was Lego, the stuff was higher priced Mm. than um, maybe parents... I just found it kind of annoying to store everything for it. I mean, it's Lego. Like, it's just... You've got to store it like it's it's Lego. Lego. (laughs) But at the same time, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. I thought it was... That's why um, you need to buy the $200 storage box. really cool. But I remember like booting up that game and then it's like the first two hours or first hour or whatever it was, you're not even playing the game because you, you put the disc in and you like plug the USB thing in and then it's like, cool, here's your instruction manual of how to build the gateway on top of that. Yeah, build the gateway. <laughs> let's build like, let's build these characters. I, I think I, the, the biggest thing I had fun with the technology was like just how quickly you could change characters and swap characters around mm. and like pull characters into the game was just kind of insane at the time. I think the whole the whole Simpsons universe to that game and the Simpsons stuff in that game I thought was kind of fucking amazing. Um, and was surprised they just didn't do an entire Simpsons game in the Lego world. Like, I thought that would have been 
It's crazy. Did they never do an expansion thing for Simpsons? Because some, some, some of the levels where you just visit the dimensions once, then later down the line they released the expansions for some of those where you could, like, they expanded upon the world. I don't actually know if they ever did one for mm-hmm. oh, I can't remember. Like, it was... Yeah, it was just one of those things that was it was a very cool inconception. Like it, it came out that was around that period where Disney Infinite yeah, was. Yeah, Disney at the same Infinity, time. you had Skylanders, um, this, maybe something else I can't even remember. But no, those were like the three, obviously, Skylanders, Disney and this. Which all in their own ways, like it was it was huge at the time and amazing. Like it's kind of weird that they they've just dropped off the face of the earth. I guess those kinds of things don't. Um sell as well anymore in terms of like you know having physical um peripherals nowadays well two of those things i got really into so like mm. i was into the, you were really big into disney infinite yeah i got i've still got a lot yeah. of that stuff um i timed that up to be my hundredth platinum i think it was my hundredth or whatever it was yeah infinity yeah i think it was um i always thought the the quality of the infinite uh, statues and like the models i thought was always really fucking cool and really good i think um, yeah so I think I packed them all away, but at one stage I just had a shelf full of, like... Because obviously I brought all the Star Wars ones, but then I had some other ones as well, like... You'd get, like, the blue figure. Like, I kind of wish it was still out, because they would release, like, a figure or two every time a new Disney Pixar sort of thing came out. So, And I remember, yeah. like, they stopped it, because um, people... Like, stuff would get leaked. So I remember there was leaked pictures of, like, stuff they had coming up, which was including, like, Rogue One figures and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's when it got cancelled. It was like right before Rogue One was supposed to come out and whatever else. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. What did you Google over there? No, I was looking up the Lego Dimensions. Expansions? Yeah. So, yeah. so there were- the expansions were, you didn't buy DLC in the game. You brought like a $40, $50 yeah, so there was Lego was Story thing. packs, yeah. which were like six or seven levels. That's it. Uh, they only did three of those. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, Fantastic Beasts, and Lego Batman. And then they did a bunch of level packs, which obviously gave you a new level to play in. So I think somewhere, I've never actually played them because I brought them when I randomly saw them for like cheap as fuck. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy that in case I ever want to play that. Um, I think I got the Batman one and I think I got, not the Fantastic Beast one, maybe one of the other things. I don't know. But I remember like seeing them, you know, like walking to Mm -hmm. Target after the game was cancelled and it was like, ten dollars for the level pack thing and i knew they used to be like 40 50 bucks i was like mm, fuck it like <laughs> 10 bucks yeah fuck it I, i've never actually got them though so but i always keep i know where it is because in my back of my mind i'm like one day maybe i will boot lego dimensions up i will play through these dlcs i'll platinum this game because that would be a, a fun um sort of thing to dive back into because it's not like the game's something you're gonna play like shit like it just plays like a just plays like a lego yeah. game it's only last like it's a PS4 game, it's not like it's a PS3 game or anything like that. But um Lego, cool. But yeah, I mean I played like I even played like some of the Lego games on Vita and I feel like I played Lego on nearly every Lego games nearly every like con- console. Uh, console. Yeah. You could I think play from- much like, you know, the actual uh uh Lego bricks themselves. Like I think the the Lego um franchises and, and like that model of bringing franchises to life is evergreen um in ways that i think a lot of game franchises can't be so i don't think we'll ever see a time in gaming where there isn't some kind of lego franchise being brought out 
shout out. I don't know if I'll play it before next week's episode, but Steam had on sale, and I've always I always think about buying it, and I never do because it's like thirty bucks. I'm like, oh, I don't want to pay thirty bucks for that because I know it's only a couple hours. But I brought that Lego Builders Journey thing. Um, has anyone seen that uh, before? It's like a puzzle. Yes, game. I think I remember that one. Yeah, so I came out like maybe two years ago. It got reviewed well and everything like that. Um, yeah, it's like a isometric Lego thing puzzle game. But yeah, it was always like thirty bucks. I'm like, eh. and it's been on my wish list. And I like looked on Steam today. It was like half price. I got a bunch of Lego games on sale on Steam. It's like fuck it. Like I'm actually, I'm, I'm just going to buy this. Maybe if I buy it, I'll actually play it because it's on iPhone as well. Like it's cheaper. But I always want to play it on the PC version because I know it has ray tracing, <laughs> uh, which is weird for a Lego game. But people have said like the ray tracing's uh, really good in it. Like the there's like levels where the Legos like in water and I don't know, like just the reflection. So um, there you go. I got another Lego thing to play. I get around to that as well. My topic. Let's talk about leaks. Well, let's go over this leak list. So, yeah, as I sort of teased or went over briefly at the start of this episode, the Kingdom Hearts 4 thing that happened early in the week uh, has everyone talking about this leak, which happened, I don't know, last year at some point. Um, it was a leak of GeForce Now titles. Like, it was a bunch of titles that were like, here's a list of stuff that's listed internally that's supposedly coming to geforce now sometime in the future i remember when it dropped it was like this list just seems ridiculous um, and that's not to say that everything on here is going to release but so far since the list leaked a bunch of stuff including kingdom hearts 4 which i remember seeing on the list was like that's ridiculous has released so yes. to be clear geforce now was a cloud streaming game service <laughs> <laughs> that you could play these games is. well you know we're Australians, we don't exists. play cloud games. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like an, it's, most people just say NVIDIA list because it's like NVIDIA, GeForce Now, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go through the list here. <laughs> we can play a bit of, um, you, like, well, in general, uh, let me get everyone's overall thoughts. Ash, what are your overall thoughts now looking at, like, this list of games and how much like sort of, I don't know, credibility do you give to this leak now that uh, several things have sort of released from it, I guess? I mean, uh, there's got to be some credibility to it because obviously a lot of things, these things have panned out. Uh, a lot of the things were probably things that were likely. Um, but yeah, I don't think you just put a bunch of games on this list for shits and giggles, you know? So I think, you know, it is definitely the possibility that they're all real or were real at the time. Karen? I I don't know. I think there's, to me, this seems like maybe a very hopeful list or, or a planning list, so to speak. Um, you know, I think, I think the Sony section of this is very fucking optimistic. I know Sony have started to bring out, you know, their games to PC, but at the same time, Sony to me is always a company that seems to do things under their own terms and kind of in their own way. And I don't see them kind of uh, be bringing this stuff to another company's platform. I just see them being like, nah, we can just sell money. We can just sell this on Steam and make money off it that way. Well, the I, way people look at this list is either like for an unannounced game like Kingdom Hearts 4, that gets announced so people are like, cool, that's a tick. So this Reddit post I'm about to go through, 
they've like given a tick because it's revealed, not that it's on GeForce now. Whereas some other things where it's like... Yes, so, or even the case of a lot of these things I think are optimistic for PC releases. Yeah, so people aren't platform. judging the list as... If it only it only is real if it comes to G's fourth now, it's more um has the has it been announced? Like after mm-hmm. is it a real thing not like I think the the likely two out of the list of like the Sony ones that I'm surprised have crosses next to them are Ghost of Tsushima and Return. That's because I think that's because they haven't happened well. yet. Yeah. They haven't happened yet. No no no, I understand that. But I think of these lists, the two of that list, the two that uh, you know haven't happened yet, that I think could happen and would happen very and would be very successful, would be those two games. Um, it's you know Microsoft. It's like well, yeah, duh. Every game that Microsoft is now going to release is going to be on PC as well as console. They the, those games aren't one in the same. These other lower kind of publishing, it's like. Uh, Take two, yes. I wouldn't put it past them. They do get a lot out of putting their games on PC. Um, you know, then on the other hand, stuff like Capcom and Bandai Namco and, and, and developers like those, uh, publishers like those, I don't see them making the effort to put anything out onto the market. I just think there is it's there it's an interesting list overall i just don't i see i think there is a lot of optimism here with a lot uh, rather than it's you know probably there's probably going to be a lot more that never eventuate to anything <laughs> than there will be to things actually coming yeah to, I've, to most the, people who look at this form. list um who think it has any sorts of credibility kind um at least from like people i follow or whatever i think most people view it as a yes a lot of stuff in this the, the leak was real it wasn't bullshit but also not everything in the in the list is going to come true because some of it could just be internal stuff that is cancelled or um could be years away or was you know like that sort of thing so i think most people are like yes the leak is real but that doesn't mean that everything that was a part of the leaked list is necessarily going to happen um it's sort of the way i think most people get it um so yeah, all right let's go down the list here so so, firstly, you got Uncharted Legacy of Thieves edition. They've gave that a tick because that, of course, has come out. Helldivers 2 is not coming to PC. Horizon was it, was there even the Helldivers 2? Uh, no. It was Helldivers. No. So, Helldivers 2 isn't the game. Yeah. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, obviously, I would presume will come to PC, much like the first one, but probably several years from now. Uh, probably just before Hel- uh, Horizon 3. Horizon yeah. 3 comes out. Gran Turismo 7, of course, only just came out. Uh, the Crane, um, that's the VR game from from software. Surely so. that would be, eventually. I mean, maybe, yeah. Uh, God Award did come to PC, so that's tick here. Returnal, I wouldn't be surprised if that does. Be on. Demon Souls, again, wouldn't be surprised if that After award-winning Returnal, that's true. by the way. The, 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 you know what? The the game of the year award that now has the most credibility for Baffers? not handing. No, it to we did make jokes about this on Platinum. How you I figured? <laughs> yeah, no, I, did. I haven't got to that part yet <laughs> in the episode, but yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank, no specified game, so that's an X because no Ratchet and Clank has come to PC or a new one being announced or anything. Uh, Sackboy Big Adventure hasn't come to PC or anything. Ghost of Tsushima, nope. And then they listed no Bloodborne, Spider Man, Last of Us, Last Guardian, Gravity Rush, etc. So they're all. Exactly. I mean, out of out of this one, I want to I want to cut off people's supply of copium 
for PC gamers, you're never getting Bloodborne. No, but we could get a Blood... So the technically, the thing here that they do point out, they like to point out in the Reddit article is, Bloodborne is listed for GeForce now, not for PC. It's technically, like, the, the technicality is it could come to GeForce now or some weird shit and then be playable no. on PC. Tony, technically, PC. you know, with the new PS Plus, <laughs> no. uh, you'll be able to stream, yeah. like, nope. PS4 and PS5 games to that your, doesn't count. your PC. That does not fucking so, I mean, count. Technically- <laughs> that does not fucking count, Ash. That does not fucking count. This is, I just want to, PC gamers out there, stop huffing on your copy. All I'm saying is buy PS Plus. You're never getting it. If you're a PC gamer. No. Plus, plus, plus. Don't. Plus, plus, plus. plus. Deluxe, premium, uh, whatever. Under the Microsoft side, Gears of War 6 has been announced. Oxide will be on the console. Has announced. Uh, Project we'll Holland, which is apparently Fable, um, which, of course, that's a thing. Uh, Project Typhoon, which is contraband, apparently. And then Project Woodstock, which uh, people believe is uh, Forza. Um, and then Untitled The Initiative Game, which we then learnt last year that was Perfect Art. And that is now fucking years away, apparently. So, <laughs> good luck to that. Uh, Halo Five Guardians. I don't. No. That has. Well, I mean, that's game. That's, that's the on. only one I would be unsure about on this list. Yeah. Everything else is gonna be on the PC. Halo Five Guardians is like, are they really gonna go back for that game? Probably not. It isn't that beloved. Uh, Avowed. That was announced. That's a, that's the um, RPG. The, the Obsidian one. Sixteenth. Yeah. Obsidian yeah. one. Kalimba, no idea what that is. Indus, no idea what that is. Gravity, no idea what that is. They're all uh, crosses. And then Square Enix side, Chrono Cross Remaster. Yes, that just came out. Uh, I played half an hour of it. I forgot to mention that as well. I played the first half hour. was not <laughs> loving it because I'm like, mm, a bit janky. Um, it also has like frame rate issues. It's really weird. I don't know. Anyway, I may or may not go back to it, to be honest, because I don't know, it just plays weird. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster or Tactics Ogre Reborn. Um, they've given an X, but pointed out that that has been trademarked, so could be a thing. Final Fantasy VII Remake did come to PC. Uh, Final Fantasy IX Remake hasn't been announced. This is the one I feel like most people get uh, when I see people talking about this list, especially after the Kingdom Hearts thing last week. The Final Fantasy IX Remake is the number one thing that most people are like, fuck, if Kingdom Hearts is real, Final Fantasy IX must be real. Why well, would I hope? Why wouldn't they do eight Final first? That's... Uh, uh, nine's more loved by most people, I would say. And nine's a better game. Why wouldn't they do seven remake part two? I don't know. I think I would see them personally. I see them remaking ten prior to eight or nine. I mean, as someone who actually likes ten, <laughs> I love ten. But I, I don't. The thing is, I think eight and nine have very much. Uh, well, I would almost say eight is more beloved than nine. Either way, let me put it this way: my favorite Final Fantasy games, seven, nine, ten. So. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. I know some people. Re- like, Nine, when it released, uh, for people who aren't, like, sort of up with Final Fantasy lore, I guess, history, um, Nine was sort of, like, supposed to be this best of. Best of ideas. Take it back to the fantasy route uh, route. Uh, take it, like, back to that sort of era. Bring the, the gameplay and stuff back to basics. Well, ninth was an anniversary year, wasn't it? Ninth Some was sort like of anniversary a, year. It was an anniversary. Yeah. So they brought it sort of back to basics, which is especially coming off eight, which was magic high school with fucking infused weapons and a very convoluted combat system and uh, more adult orientated 
cast of characters and a uh, graphic design that doesn't hold up very well at all. Everyone's seen the memes, I'm sure, of Leon, um, very pixelated that go around. So, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for a Final Fantasy IX remake. I just would be like, well, how and who's doing it? And, you know, like, scratch. The thing is, I, I, ever since they committed to the fact that Final Fantasy VII remake, whatever that series is going to be called, um, that's more than one game. Yeah, I mean, we like, know that's two's, at least two. I think we like, we know we know that's. But sorry, I think that's at least. I think that's three games at least. Yeah, it's several. I don't games. see it's that game be two. Eighteen games, games like probably. it's it's <laughs> probably it's probably gonna be a the lot. amount of time the amount of considering the first game takes like the first three four hours. Well, the, <laughs> I guess the difference is now that like they are Final Fantasy that re- the remake. Is off the tracks now. Like it is yeah, like, without spoiling it. At this stage, the the funny yes. thing is that Final Fantasy VII remake it, isn't isn't really a remake. At that this game's stage. like it's, three years old. It's a that game's like is it? It's, it's past. I guess it yes. Is. That game. Yeah, is. but I, I don't. We did a whole spoiler cast on it. If you want to go listen to me, like my opinions on the the end of that game. But with it, for this sake, I'll put it like that game. Although it's titled Final Fantasy VII remake, it is not a remake. It is a reboots Imagine. it's a re different way of the story however if they did a final fantasy 9 remake i don't like they it could just be a remake <laughs> like without actually doing the same sort of um it story could be, but at the same time they would have to do they'd have to like let's be honest the turn-based fighting system i don't think works in final fantasy games anymore no the combat would be updated but i don't know I don't know if you would just, it would still have to be a completely different system to what's used in Seven. Because 7's combat still takes the the ideas of like materia and all that stuff from Final Fantasy Seven and just turns it into a, you know, an action based game. Mm-hmm. So Final Fantasy Nine was a very stripped back turn based combat system without any particular, like that game's one sort of main thing is that you would equip a weapon, and let's say the weapon has an ability. If you use that weapon enough, you would learn that ability, and then you can swap the weapon, and you could still have access to whatever that ability was. Say it was like counter or something like that. So that's the one core combat mechanic. Otherwise, they can sort of just go mad with adapting it into a um, live-action, uh, third-person action game or whatever. Um, but the game has a very cool story, lots of really great characters. So, again, I'm um, I'm all down for a remake of that. Um, Final Fantasy 16 is listed here. I think that, yeah, that will come to PC eventually. We know it's a PlayStation exclusive. It's probably only for a period of time, but, uh, Tomb Raider Anniversary 2021. That did not happen because it is now 2022. Wasn't there uh, some sort which of bundle was funny, or something? No. On Steam, well, there was a re- Steam page bundle that cancel it? No, I don't think that counts. But it is funny. No, because that'll probably be more of a Steam thing than a fucking. It is game. funny though, because remember when we talked about the Tomb Raider anniversary here last uh, last year, I did cover what they announced, and I remember being like, "They really announced fuck all." Hey, like, <laughs> like yeah, no, they didn't care. Yes, an anniversary don't matter. Let's move on. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Four. Yes, that was just announced. What? Uh, Capcom Resident Evil Four remake. That hasn't happened yet. I'm. I could almost put money on that being a thing. That's what everyone wants. They've li- they've just done three. I'm I, I'm pretty sure a remake of four is a, a given at this point, considering Capcom's recent track record. Because money, the, yeah. Well, because money, people have been loving these remakes. So, uh, Street Fighter Six, yes, that's the thing that's happening. Dragon Dogma Two, that'll be surprising. Monster Hunter Six, yeah, that'll happen eventually. Well, yeah. 
Uh, take two. So they've got GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas remasters. Yes, that did happen. Uh, end of last year or start of this year. Fucking time to play. Uh, Bioshock RTX remaster. Um, I To be honest, I feel like that would be a... You're just porting the Bioshock. You're putting Bioshock on GeForce now, the the HD ones or whatever the package they put out like a year or two ago, and you're just saying, hey, it's that, but it's got ray tracing now. Mm. Cool. Uh, Bioshock 2022, I believe that's a long rumored thing that we've maybe talked about on here before. I know. Yeah, that's I believe like, it. they're working uh, on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a known thing, but 2022, I mean, years not over yet, I guess. Uh, EA, Mirror's Edge, Ray Tracing Remaster. Again, be weird, but... Nobody cares about that game. Wouldn't be the other way on possible. It would look really good in Ray Tracing, though, because it's got fucking white walls everywhere for the sun to bounce <laughs> off. Um, untitled Respawn game. They've given a tick on the Reddit thread because, yes, three <laughs> Star Wars games are in the works. And they've got Titanfall 3 here, which I would love, but I highly doubt. No, because, because they're working on three Star Wars games. Yeah, because they're working on three Star Wars games. Eventually. Hot take. You know, I'd rather Titanfall 3 over Jedi fucking Fallen Order listen, once, once Apex... <laughs> oh, the thing is... Winds down. I don't see... I don't actually think we see a Titanfall game as Titanfall no. ever again. It'll be like a single-player mode they inside it, Apex Legends. Yeah, it'll be something... It'll, or it'll be something just heavily connected to Apex. And kind of... Because... Even though I think if you look for it, most people will understand that there is Titanfall, like they're set in the same universe. But at the same time, you could I, play Apex. Actually, without I could see a Titanfall three, but not done by Respawn. Oh, look! I feel the thing is, as someone who likes both these things, Titanfall doesn't play anything like Apex because you're in fucking mechs. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you spend a lot of the game in these. So what you're saying is mechs they should to Apex, bring mechs yeah. to Apex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what will happen. I guess so, yeah. Hey, do you guys have like a? We should start like a Apex Legends podcast to be able to talk about that kind of thing. Nah, that, that that would fall. That would fail pretty quickly. If only anyone else here cared about the law of that universe to help keep me on track for such a podcast, or else it's like it would burn out because I don't have any friends. Um, Bandai Namco, <laughs> Tekken Eight. I've got a cross, but I feel like that was announced, so maybe I just is it not up to twenty at this point. Yeah, well. Uh, Curve Digital, Human Fall Flat 2. Is that a game? I thought there was only one. Is this saying that number two will be uh, announced? As far as I know, there's only one. Okay, so this is there's saying not two. two. So. I mean, that's probably a thing. Uh, Devolver Digital, the Talos Principle 2. Hasn't been announced, but I can probably see that thing. being a game, yes. Uh, Crytek, Crisis 4. Yes, that was announced uh, Once again, several months um, ago, whenever it was. Just like the Unreal 5 engine demo. Um, yeah, it'll be a thing. Well, I mean, they announced it and they put out, what, a teaser trailer that just said text, so. I think that was all yeah. uh, D3 Publisher, uh, Defense Force 6. Yes, that's a game. It's only coming to PS4 and PS5 in Japan 2020, according to this. Uh, Sega. Sega. Bayonetta 3. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this... this <laughs> it's pretty clear this list is completely fake. I mean, Bayonetta 3 is never coming out, so it, it's a rumor. Um, it's an illusion. Well, anybody watching watching the video version or audio listeners, if you want to go over 
feel free to go watch the last moment in slow motion of uh, Dylan realize what's coming up next. Him processing just what's just about himself. to happen. Me, process- and, me processing uh, if I even bother <laughs> saying it is what it was. Um, I think that the interesting thing is, though, like if Bayonetta 3 came out on GeForce now, Number two never came anywhere other than the Switch, so yeah. it'd be, it'd be like, weird. It's that that that's a bit the weird part, yeah. Like obviously one was on everything, like that was has everything. to come out first, you know. Two's the to, problem. Has to come like, out yeah. first. Um, yeah, the game's yeah to even release on Switch, so but it will be out this year. Mm, will it though? Mm, it will because Karen's going to open a pizza. Have packed. we have we heard anything recently about it? No, we don't need to hear recently. It's still early days. You know? it's, it's just going to shadow uh, drop. Judgment. Apparently. Yeah, maybe. Uh, judgment. Uh, the person did this Reddit, Reddit article puts, this one seems odd to me due to legal disputes with Sega and actor agency, which... Yeah, I believe the actor, like, legally put it in his contract it wasn't allowed to go to PC because he didn't want the game to be modded, modded, so he would do ridiculous stuff or, like, that would make him naked in the game or something, so yeah. That's just asking for people to do it anyway. Well, people would do it. They'll just find a way people to make it. People would do happen. it though, is the thing. Like he's not wrong. <laughs> um Atlas, Catherine Full Body. I could see that being a thing. Uh Shin Megami Tensei 5. Well that's already on PC. Mm, it's not on GeForce now, is what the list is. Because it was already announced. Yeah, I was gonna say. So that's the thing. It was already yeah. it was already re- it was already released prior to the leak, so the X is because it hasn't yeah. come to GeForce. Um Whereas for some of the other ones, the ticks are because it was announced. And it wasn't announced prior, which is where the list mm. gets. There seems to be some inconsistency in this list that I'm not a fan yeah, of. Yeah, you've kind of just got to... There needs to be a third like icon, really. Mm. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. that game, of course, came out on the Switch, I think. It was only at the start of this year or end of last year, whenever it was. Um, and they said, no, Persona 5 doesn't exist. Please don't ask, which is fair. Uh, Warner Brothers, Arkham Knight Art uh, Ray Tracing Remaster. Meh. I mean, wouldn't be surprised if we get that before the release of Suicide Squad. Sure, Excellent. if people, yeah, Squad. people want to see the Batmobile and all it's the all shiny, shiny and glory. Like rain batting against it. Glory. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would look good. You see but- Red Hood's shiny mask. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then Valve, Half-Life 2 Remastered. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No. Uh, Paradox has Project First Person Shooter. Love that game. <laughs> and that's a no as well. And then these ones, they've got another list here. I'll just quickly run down because they're like, uh, this is like a list of unlikely stuff or whatever, or additional games, or whatever. But some of these, I mean, have happened. So it's like XCOM 3, Injustice 3, Gods Will Fall. So that's the title that was listed in the leak, but. Uh, Destroy All Humans 3, that'll probably happen, to be honest. Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD. Uh, Mario and Rabbids, that'd be surprising. Death Stranding Director's Cut PC, that happened. Sniper Elite 5, City Skylines 2, Total War 9, I mean, that game will happen. Payday 3, that game's been announced. Hangar 13 Unannounced Game, uh, don't know if that'll actually happen. Flight for Middle Earth. Unlikely, seeing as the studio is working on the Wonder Woman game now. Uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Refueled, uh, Nitro Field, uh, maybe. Mortal Kombat Next Gen and Mortal Kombat 12, probably. Moss, probably. 
Space Punks. Hitman Pro. The fuck is Hitman Pro supposed to be? Uh, Call of Duty. Is that like the VR version or something? Fuck like that. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 Remastered. That'll probably be a thing eventually. Goat Simulator 2. Surprised that's not a thing already. Wreck for a sequel. Probably be a thing. Worms Next. Titan Quest 2. That's oh, going to be a thing. Outcast. That's come. Viking. I don't know what the fuck that is. Viking by Criterion. I don't actually know. Metro Next. Probably will be a thing. I guess I'll make another Metro game. Stalker Android. That's a weird title. for. I mean, Stalker, they just delayed. The Didn't race. they change? Aren't they changing the name for Stalker? They're changing the name of uh, Shinobu, I think it was. The hmm. spelling? So this, this, they're cha- I think that's what it was. I think they're changing the name of how Chernobyl spelt because they use the Russian spelling the Russian and yeah. uh, they're changing it to the Ukrainian spelling, I think. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, as Dusk Falls and As Dusk Falls Season 2, don't know what that is. Ultra Street Fighter 2, The Final Challenges, Switch exclusive. I don't even know what that game is. Marvel Alliance 3, uh, that's a game. It hasn't come to PC. Ruin King, that was a game it did release. So. Um, yeah, after going through it, does anyone have any, like, final, like, now that I've looked at the whole list, like, I, look, I, my thoughts I are when this leak happened, I said that's a bunch of bullshit last year, I wouldn't have gave it two seconds, I think as more and more projects from small things to medium things to most recently a big thing, which is Kingdom Hearts 4, has happened, you, you can just go, well, you know, this person just got lucky, eh, I mean, yes and no, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a little bit of... Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by what I said before, which is that I do believe the, le- the leak is real. I don't think that means everything in here is suddenly a real game or something that's going to release. I do think it's an eternal document that, and that's what it is. It's an eternal document that leaked that doesn't mean everything on it will happen. Is, you know, will it happen. is just like, the, you know, back in the day, the war, big Walmart leak. Everything was Correct. pretty much true yes. except Splinter Cell, which is a game that will never come out. Dead franchise. That's true. And that Walmart, that Walmart, Walmart leak was legit. Yeah. But yeah, good point. Splinter Cell was on that list and didn't happen. So, and we, and everyone believes, everyone gave that list as much credence. So. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. That'll do it. This week's episode of Arcade Couch Times. Let's know any comments, questions, concerns, your thoughts on the leaks. If you believe. The truth is out there. You can tweet at us or join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Takes you to our Twitter page. Explosionnetwork.com slash Discord lets you join our Discord page. And if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support. Drop as little as a dollar to help keep the website, the reviews, the news, and the podcasts chugging along. Until next week, same time, same couch. Goodbye. <laughs>